0: Welcome to Bonehead. This week's topic is that's right, me
1: Matey,
0: Pyros, Are Pyros. We're going to be talking about our people, talking about our people, talking about the people <laughs> who love to start fires
1: and start.
0: Uh, uh, I just, uh, I just, I just, I just, I, 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 I Drew Barrymore in Firestarter. Fire I started, I started fire. a stopwatch. Okay, so pirates. <laughs> We've never done pirates. And when I was started looking at my favorite pirate movies, I, I, I love pirates, but I tell you, there sure are a shit ton of bad pirate movies.
1: Yeah, I was, that was going to be my main part of conversation is why is it so hard to make a good pirate movie?
0: (laughs) Why is it so
1: damn hard? Well, they're expensive as shit. Well, they are expensive, but they're and you know we could do another whole segment about mo- uh, movies that take place on ships. There are okay. great movies that take place on the ocean. You ever see that and, Master and Commander? I was just
0: thinking Master, Master and, and Commander. Yeah,
1: yeah. And then there's the the oh my god, I'm I had it in my head, and not throwing out the Ron Howard movie about that's like a the movie. No, Captain the one Roleck. with Chris Hemsworth. Anyway, the one about that that one's a good film. That's kind heart of the Sea, a, Heart of the Sea thank you heart of the sea that's been forgotten and it's not actually
0: as good re- as captain ron
1: i don't remember anything you, about captain ron
0: it has you, kurt russell it. i am aware of who it has in it and martin short what do you want james do you think that that, that no captain, not really that, that, well you probably
2: should start uh but then again, the we, calamari. we don't want to we don't want to set off the smoke alarm so don't think too hard um do you think, though, that pirate films are just one of those things that ebb and flow? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely... Have they
1: ever, though? I mean, have there ever been a... Oh, yeah. Have yeah. there ever been... But, other uh... other than, like, the, the the 40s or 50s, 40s and 50s, has there been a glut of pirate movies, though? What, the 30s? You had...
0: Because... There's a lot of treasure. Flynn... There's a lot of treasure islands.
1: Well, yeah, well, we're going to get into that. And but... another movie that they won't leave alone.
2: Um Right. Errol Flynn's big break was not Robin Hood. He was already famous by the time Robin Hood was made. His big break was Captain Blood. Right. Oh my
0: goodness, Captain Blood.
2: And so, and so after Captain Blood, you see kind of a matter of fact, he would be a pirate again in the Seahawk in nineteen forty one. So I mean, it seems to circle back around a couple different times, Uh, and then he he does a pirate film again over a decade later. It's not overly good. You but, know, I don't think
0: I've actually seen Captain Blood, guys. I don't think I have. Oh, either. Captain
2: Blood is, you should see Captain Blood. I mean, I a should. lot of the, a lot of the pirate pastiche.
0: Yeah. Comes from
2: Captain Blood. So yeah, if you haven't seen Captain Blood, matter of fact, actually Captain Blood, if I remember correctly, is based on a book by Raphael. <laughs> anyway. Um, and, uh, Errol Flynn was awesome. cast. He, he was largely an unknown. Then. But the film was a pretty big hit. It starred Olivia de Hav- Havilland. Olivia, de, Olivia Havilland. de Havilland.
0: Yes, thank you.
2: I have some um, Captain
0: Blood, by the way, now that you said and it. And
1: it's Raphael Sabatini. Thank you.
2: And I don't actually... You somebody go, gave go Sabatini.
1: Sabatini. So, Sabatini. Somebody gave me a paperback of that an old edition. And it it was it was the, the, the screenplay was actually written by the even more Italian Casey Robinson.
0: <laughs> no, no, it's that <laughs> Cassie. Cassie Robasson. That sounds um, awful, Casey Rabbitson. Uh,
2: so the, sea, uh, the uh, yeah, then there was the Seahawk, yeah, and then and then going to do all the movies, James. And, near the end of his career, there was Rape *Against trials. All Flags*, uh, which is is his last pirate film. That being said, do you think you need Errol Flynn to make pirate films popular? And then, do you think maybe maybe there's another actor that comes along in a certain Disney film?
0: Yeah, I want to get to I want to get to the that I
2: revitalizes wanna... it. So maybe that's the problem. Do we need certain actors that can play? Because Errol Flynn
0: did a pretty good job playing a uh, swashbuckler and yet a scallywag, right? Well, let's start and go from there because I want to get to the pirates movies and, and by that I mean that ones of the Caribbean. Yeah, I know Cutthroat Island. That's all you want to talk about. Are you I could pitch talk this about entire about already Harlan. We're friends on Facebook. He's he's expecting a new kid. Um, uh, we're not. a really new kitty? New kid. Kid. New. Child. Oh, I'm more excited
2: by the kitty. You ever see what kitties get into? Oh, they're memeable. <laughs> Much more memeable than them children. My Jane, kids ain't gone viral once. Jane, well, they got a virus. I got
0: the virus. James, you want to go first? Yeah, that's yeah. a no, Chad. You want to go first? <laughs> go ahead, Chad. You go first. <laughs> Why do I always have to go first? Man, I don't know where to start. Um, well, I'm, fine, I'll no. start. First. Oh, okay. One of so we were just shitting on Treasure Island uh, and uh not the casino, but the uh, we actual. were really shitting on it. But just there's a shit ton of them. Well, that's what I meant by shitting on it. I'm not. It's Robert Louis Stevenson. There's a bun, a bunch of them. Now I watched this with my kid uh Did, does anybody to, have a count by the way i didn't look it up how many I treasure didn't. Islands? Okay. i didn't but i can in a second but let me get through this and we'll go back to it the the thing is is i my kid likes pirate movies for some odd reason and we showed him we were trying to find different treasure islands for him to watch because he enjoyed the pirate he joined one or two of the caribbean pirates of the caribbean films and i was like well i actually can't remember i don't think i've ever watched all the treasure islands and the, what i'm going to bring up is uh <clears throat> Do you guys mind just ever go blank right as you were saying something? 1934's treasure. Every episode we do this, <laughs> and 1934's Treasure Island start is tr- Wallace Beery and Jackie Cooper. I actually can only find four Treasure Islands. There's got to be more. And Jackie Cooper played a young Jim Hawkins, and he was fairly. Uh, Billy Bones was played by Lionel Barrymore now the what's interesting about this one is i enjoyed it They change a little bit at the ending but what i liked about it was a little bit of the history of it so i'm not so we we, most of us know they go off to an island long john silvers playing both sides james am i missing anything and then giving us all those chicken planks
2: yeah yeah long john silvers that's that's delicious
0: delicious hush puppies Anyway, so Jackie Cooper and Wallace Beery, Wallace Beery Wrestling Pictures, if you're familiar with it, it's, uh, oh, uh, John Goodman talks about him in um, Barton Fink. You guys remember this? Ah, Wallace Beery Wrestling Picture. I love those. He hated Jackie Cooper and treated him like shit and tried to steal the movie away from this child. Do you guys ever Um, read anything about this? No. No, no. But I, I mean, I don't doubt any of it. I just thought it was hilarious. Wallace Beery treated him like shit. It's actually directed by Victor Fleming. And if you don't know who Victor Fleming is, he's one of the 15 directors that directed uh, Gone with the Wind. He's the one that ended up with the actual credit. Huh. So that one's one of the ones of Treasure Island I like, but I know a lot of people like the Disney version. Does any one of you want to talk about the Disney version? I'll let James, because
1: I'll be, I'll be completely honest with you. I am not a Treasure Island fan. I never have. Well, I not. like
0: the story, and I enjoyed it watching it. Jackie Cooper is another interesting story. If you actually go through his life, he was a child actor. And, of course, what happens to child actors back in the day? Nothing. Nothing, nothing bad, bad, good. Happens, nothing to bad happens to him, right? Nothing, nothing bad
2: happens to him. Just like there's nothing wrong with a train, and you should never, ever say anything bad about a train, because trains are holy creatures and clean. So do you want to talk about the other treasure islands? I will talk about the most important treasure island,
0: which one that would be the one with
2: Tim Curry as long. John silver is hands down. One of my favorite. It's the only one that made treasure island, a musical that I enjoy. Absolutely. And that would be Muppets treasure island. Speaking of Disney, that's the Disney version I want to talk about. Yeah. If you haven't seen Muppets treasure island, Why are you listening to our crappy show? Go watch Treasure Island. It's a class. Literally, every time I watch it, I'm like, just the cast on that. It's just a lot of Billy Connolly as uh, Billy Bones, uh, uh, you know, the the, the lead into, of course, the, the story is this classic Treasure Island story, but it has all the great tunes. It actually has some great points about historical pirates, serves the entire song, about when you're a pirate and and uh, they name check sir francis drake and actually make a great point why sir francis drake nodded it's because to the english he was a hero it was only the spanish that considered him a pirate why because well he attacked spanish ships so of course the english loved him right yeah it's and it's just a fun and there's I, i do quotes from it quite often with my kids just because it's just a quotable, fun movie. And anytime, Tim Curry is is chewing scenery in that movie in the best of ways. It's just a lot of fun. It was a worthy follow-up to Muppets Christmas Carol. Uh, some people don't feel that way, but I do. I, I don't think you can get a better, you know, a, a better, newer take on Long John Silver than what you get with Tim Curry doing it. And and of course, the Muppets just make it great. It's It's just a lot of fun there's again tons of throwaway lines that you can use such as oh, we're in a room with a dead guy um and and of course billy Connolly as he's dying and character says jim 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 one more thing and, you know he's slowly they think he's fading away and goes what 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 mr Bell, don't run with scissors <laughs> i mean it's a stupid line you had to be there but it, no, it's great. It's
0: great. If you've never seen Muppet's Treasure Island, I have. Hey, I you should. And when, when he got on that pirate kick, I, I actually was sitting here and I looked it up. I'm sorry, I was typing. I didn't think I had saw Disney's Treasure Island in a long time. And I'm wrong, actually. We saw it right after we watched that black and white version. We showed it to him. And it's, um, it's fairly close. I mean, the, most of them are the same. They don't change a lot, do they? Yeah, well, no, and by the way, the Long John Silver kind of goes back and forth. He's a classic anti-hero. He's not really well. Actually, he's pretty much a bad guy. Well,
2: and speaking of that, you also though have. I mean, uh they went back to that. Well, Disney, matter of fact, should just admit that they live in a world of of treasure
0: imagination because they also gave us Treasure Planet. Yep, they which is just treasure island again that's the last hand-drawn one before the princess and the frog yeah correct yeah, yeah. and i mean after it, stitch it came that night that year after stitch that yep. that fall and so i mean again you have jim hawkins young
2: jim hawkins it's just a set in space they're going to try to find this planet where this treasure is supposed to be you have long john silver uh and you know it was uh, it was a box office disappointment Cost 140 million dollars to make, only made I back 109 million. I think
0: it. Million. I'm. Um, I, it. I think it was the nail in the coffin of of hand drawn animation. Which For, is funny because it does have this kind of die hard following now. Does it really? I tried watching. I couldn't get into it. There's
2: there is actually a couple. A lot of people say the soundtrack to it's great. I'll be honest. I, I don't know if I've ever seen it. I prefer Titan. I've a. never seen
0: it. I've never seen all of it. Have I've never seen, seen
2: all. I, I but I've, I, I like Titan A.E. and it kind of came out the same thing. But I mean, I saw Treasure
1: Planet when it first came out, but I haven't watched it since. No, no, it was, but I, it didn't do anything for me because again, I am not a Treasure Island fan. I just never have been. Don't but you they, like they, pirates, Chad? I hate I, fun and adventure. There are, there are probably three or four pirate movies I like, so I'm going to talk about those. Well, I know,
0: yeah.
1: You go <laughs> and, and so. In a world of what
2: could have been, though, giving Treasure Planets due, before it failed, they had actually planned to launch it as a a franchise. Yeah. Um, yeah. And the sequel was going to be about, um, about him, Jim, having to go back and get Long John Silver and team up against the cyborg Ironbeard and they were going to have to uh, stop him from freeing the inmates of Botany Bay, which is a prison asteroid. Oh,
0: it's also a head shop in Lexington.
2: Yep. Now, I don't, every time, they, don't, the way, they don't
0: sponsor this show, but I'll tell you. No, and them. they don't,
2: which is why every time that commercial comes on, they'll have a thing that comes on. Or there's actually a radio that broadcasts out of Botany Bay Studios. Uh-huh. And my constant response to that is, Botany Bay, Botany Bay, we've got to get out of here. And yep. then Khan comes up and puts a worm in maintenance.
0: Yeah, that's for you Trekkies out there. All right, Chad, uh, you ready to go?
1: Yeah, I'll go. I'm, so this may be one of my... It's, other than one movie we're going to talk about, of course, this may be my favorite pirate movie. And it's Roman Polanski's Pirates.
0: You've talked about that on here, and I watched it as a kid and did not care for it. But I I, I mean, I saw it when it came out in the 80s. I mean, I was young. I never watched it in the 80s. I watched it no, as... I I watched no... It to- didn't care for it. So I ne- it's one of those I've never went back to watch. Do you know and what I mean? I, yeah, and I watched it two years ago. So that's why I like
1: it so much, I guess, because I'm an adult and I liked it, but it was a financial failure. Mm-hmm. It would cost $30 million to make, mostly built on the, because it was mostly put towards the pirate ship, the Neptune, and it only grossed 10 million. It only grossed, it took less, it, it took in less than $1 million in ticket sales. That's how bad of a bomb this movie was, uh, and it was such a bad bomb that uh, to promote the film, they actually Roman Polanski shipped out the Neptune two cans. Yeah. To promote the film, and it bombed so horribly that they just left it in cans in the harbor, uh. where it stayed until two thousand and two. <laughs> 16 years it stayed there, anchored to a stone jetty in the harbor, because no one was sure what to do with it. Um, it was moved to Genoa, Italy, where it is now a floating museum in the city's port. Uh, which is so weird. But I loved I loved this movie when I watched it a couple of years ago. Now, granted there there are some horrible aspects of you know this that is associated with Roman Polanski. Um, it's also his first film after, you know, the big. Uh, controversy yeah. with him uh, but it's and originally it wasn't it's a walter Mathau as a pirate that's all you need to know and it's it opens the movie opens up with walter Mathau and this young boy stuck on a raft in the middle of the ocean and walter is having a nervous breakdown and he's trying to eat the little boy
0: <laughs> and he oh you know the scene i remember vividly is him trying to catch a fish with a silver is it like a earring or a piece of jewelry or something yes Yeah, and he he swallows it, it and he's trying to pull it back out.
1: Yep, (laughs) and it's stuck in
0: there, and he can't get it out. Yep, I remember it. I remember it from – I've never seen it. I haven't seen it since I was a kid, and I remember that scene. Yeah, and
1: it's Walter Matthau is just a dirty, dirty person, dirty pirate. He doesn't care about anyone. It's all about the bottom line with him about getting treasure. He will walk over anybody, and he has this loyal boy named Frog who will do anything for him, get him out of any scrape. But Walter Matthau's character will literally eat him if he has to. And that's, that's, the whole, that's the whole relationship between the two. It is great. And I didn't know that Jack Nicholson was originally, he wanted Jack Nicholson to play the part. Yeah, uh-huh. but, but as with big actors, Jack Nicholson wanted more money. What? And it was, it was outrageous salary demands and plan. This was when he was trying to get it made in the seventies because it was over, over a decade of trying to get this film shot. And it was originally just going to be like a, a $15 million film. But over the course of the 12 years that he tried to get it made, it just bloomed up to 30 million because he wanted that ship. He wanted the exact replica of the ship, much in the same ways that water world happened in other movies, like big went over budget because they wanted the props on the ocean to be yeah so specific. Been,
0: oh who did we talk to about I mean, that? another one I another mean, movie if that you could demand it wouldn't you with james i mean if you could demand it wouldn't you i guess i you, i don't know i haven't been that crazy I, yeah there's certain i not about a ship james but you're absolutely right if there's certain yes i've screamed on less money i i right been, is that what you're going about yeah
2: well, yeah. and I've been listening to, and I really recommend this, this apropos of nothing that we're talking about, but it's been fascinating to listen to. Dave Morell's Stars of Minds is the audiobook version. Uh, if you get a chance, check this out, because it's him going through about why he's obsessed with popular culture, and if you don't know who Dave Morell is, I'm sure you've seen something that he's done and just don't know it. Um, But he, uh, he talks about what his obsessions are, and he goes through kind of like our show does, movies. He starts with... Uh, but book where well, he goes books movies and then music and he goes through, and it's fascinating because he does an entire one on steve mcqueen and i learned so much about how steve mcqueen uh was just a fascinating human being may have been the
0: errol flynn of his time right fascinating stuff anyway. all right so are you is that all you had to say about pirate that's that's all i got all right well mine, i'm gonna pull out a, unless james you mind a jump i'm gonna pull out one that i don't i watched a lot as a kid but i haven't seen it as a kid and i don't remember us talking about it on here but we may have so don't start yelling at me mine stars tommy lee jones michael o'keefe from caddyshack and actually has a script by john hughes have you guys ever seen Nathan hayes
2: no i've heard of Nathan hayes i have not seen it by the way you did say michael o'keefe right
0: Michael O'Keefe.
2: Because a lot of times you'll need Miles Miles O'Keefe. How
0: much O'Keefe do you need in this movie? Miles O'Keefe. So this is one that played, it wasn't really TBS, but I was lucky enough, if you've listened to the show before, I had a satellite dish and I had lucky enough to have access in the holler to be able to watch a lot of stuff. And Nathan Hay, I mean, a Tommy Lee Jones pirate movie written by John Hughes. I shouldn't have to say anything else, right? Starring the kid. From now I want now I shit. want to see I want to see this movie. It's not stream it came out from Paramount. So basically it's a it's here's the t- here's the quick slug line. A swashbuckling adventure which takes place in the mid 1800s on the South Pacific Islands where bloody raids and battles were once the rule of the day. Uh, I mean, Tommy Lee Jones plays Captain Bully Hayes, and uh, Nathaniel Williamson is played by Michael, or Michael Keefe uh, plays Nathaniel Williamson, he's kind of his young partner, and he gets into troubles, and I could sit here and tell you, but I don't really remember the plot, I just remember there's this whole thing at the end with this huge fat chief who's going to eat them, and he just shoots him. And it's such a ripoff of Raiders of Lost Ark. And the studio was Paramount. Paramount made it. And it wasn't, they blamed some of it, you know, on, is it a ripoff of Indiana Jones? Is it not? But also Paramount was spending a lot of their time and attention. This movie was off shooting in New Zealand. Wasn't paying any attention to it. And a lot of it was going to, it came out in 83. What was coming out the next year? Raiders Raiders of the Lost Ark and Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom got all the money, all Mm -hmm. the advertising. They was all going towards that. Does that make sense to you guys? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I just know. I just remember it, all these scenes in it. And honestly, until I looked it back up, I remember Tommy Lee Jones. I remember the death of the fat person at the end of it. Poor fat people. And apparently, I, had, he goes, couldn't it, have told, I could never. If you'd put a gun to my head, I was like, I didn't know Michael O'Keefe was in that. It also has a
1: different title. It goes by. It also goes by Savage Islands. Uh huh. So it, it was the director. It was actually this director's first. It was his directorial debut in movies. He'd done nothing but TV beforehand, and he does a lot of British television comedy. Yeah,
0: like he directed. uh Oh, what is it? Uh, House. I can't think of his name. And the and the voice of the book. From jeeves and yeah. wooster yeah yeah so it had a 12 million dollar budget did not do as well as you want but i don't think as, as most pirate films are you are tend to yeah. do and i mean yeah. they shot in new zealand i want to go back and watch it now as i was looking back through i was like ah oh, this is it nope i couldn't find it streaming i'm sure there's a copy out there for you all if you're looking but i'm it's like eleven bucks to watch it on Prime, and I don't know that I recommend that at all. That's my next one, Nathan Hayes. I, you Hayes. all usually have the obscure ones, and I love the fact that John Hughes is one of the screenwriters. Yeah, none of mine are obscure, so I don't <laughs> this time around. And who said? Let's get this guy. Is t- actually Tommy Lee is from Tennessee. He's not actually from Texas, or is he? Tommy Lee Jones. Yeah. I just want to make sure you weren't talking about Pamela
1: Anderson's ex.
0: No, I tried to get somebody to watch that with me the other day, and it was like I don't want to watch it. And I was like, oh well. He is I'm
1: from t sure. is from San Saba,
0: Texas. He is USA. from San Saba, Texas. So they want this Texan to play this pirate in the South Sea. <laughs> Sorry, I mean right. just uh, Tommy Lee Jones is a great actor, but Billy Bob Thornton talked about this. He's like, you can't get me to play carrie Grant. No, well, <laughs> <but> right? <laughs> in- it's just there's. I'm a good actor. You just I've not played just like me. I cannot I'm not I'm not swaving the boner. Wow, I'm I am
1: I am looking up some some just really highlight videos of this movie. It is amazingly cheap looking.
0: (laughs) Oh, I just remember the cannibal tribe at the end of it and the big fat chief about to eat them and them shoot I just we've th- maybe we should find this maybe the next time we get together it should be this and what was the other one we're going to watch we
2: still got Shakma we've
0: got to watch Shockma. and then
2: there was what was that one that we said well we watched skidoo and we need to watch it i can't remember the name of that one but we need to watch it so we've got this. about four three or four films gentlemen we we, we were wo- wo- hopefully behind.
0: all right james
2: i want to talk about you know one of the things that, that often happens with pirate films is they tend to be very very british right they tend to be because pirates but Pirates did play a role in American history, and one of the ways they did involves a certain director who pirated himself on multiple occasions, Cecil B. DeMille. Cecil B. DeMille wasn't happy making the Ten Commandments once, he made it twice. He also wasn't happy making The Buccaneer once. The original one, I believe, was 1938. But in 1958, he wanted to make it again. Now, Cecil B. DeMille by 1958 was not in good health. So his son in law, a certain Anthony Quinn, took <laughs> over the directing. Anthony Quinn's directing got rave reviews. So, what did Cecil B. DeMille do after it screened once at a at its premiere, and it got rave reviews, he took it back and re-edited it. (laughs) We have never seen Anthony Quinn's actual version that he originally wanted. But if you're not familiar with The Buccaneer, it's about how piracy plays a role in the War of 1812. And if you were going to be in the 1950s casting somebody to play the role of General Andrew Jackson, who would you cast? Obviously, Charlton Heston. (laughs) And if you were going to uh, have to cast somebody as Mercier, You know, for your uh, French general, who would you cast? Obviously, Lauren Green. I mean, Lee Jones. No, Lauren Green. Lauren Green is obviously the only person that could play that French general. And of course, for your pirate, Jean Lafitte, you would have to cast Yul Brenner. Because nothing says I'm a French pirate like Yul Brenner. It's an interesting film much like the one you were talking about. I'm not saying you should go out and watch either the, the 1938 or the 1958 one, but Yul Brenner, Claire Bloom, Charles Boyer, Charlton Heston, Lauren Green, sit around and look at the cast and go, wow, they pulled that off. They, they did that. It's, it's two hours long. It tells the story about how piracy was so important to eight, the Battle of 1812. And historically, what's really interesting about that is the actions that this is based on actually happened after the War of 1812, it's just that the news hadn't reached them yet. So they were still fighting because they thought the war was still on. But the actual historical event didn't need to happen. Uh, But yes, yes. if you've never seen the Buccaneer and you always feel like all pirate movies are overly British because of Treasure Island and stuff like that, good news, the Buccaneer is here. 1928 if you want the old school version. But if you want to see the colorful, technical color, Anthony Quinn. Directed then taken back over by Cecil B. DeMille because he started to direct it, then he got sick. Um, check out 1958's The Buccaneer for your Yule Brenner Charlton Heston team up fix in pirate form. Did they do Western together? Yule Brenner and, and Charlton Heston. It seems like they did another movie together, but am I making it? I don't it know. Up?
0: I thought you were, I was like, he's in the Magnificent Seven.
2: Now I'm going to check that. check go ahead, so I can find out if they did Western because it seems what like a the shitty
0: did. three. Chad. So I
1: I don't know if we've talked about this one before. I, I know we've talked about it as as friends, but I don't know if we've talked about it as a podcast. But as I lovers. feel like as we we have to bring it up simply because Gene Roddenberry called it this the the, the movie that was singularly responsible for Horatio back, that was singularly responsible for bringing back the death penalty to California. <laughs>
0: What? i thought, <laughs> thought you were going to go with something different i'm,
1: I'm talking about ice, series, but, uh, ice pirates i got to talk about ice pirates
0: gene roddenberry said that yeah Gene. why i don't have any other information Ice other. pirates is fun i was going to bring up ice pirates as my third one if you son of a i thought you might steal it because you saw it the other day I oh did. they, they were in the like,
2: 10 commandments together sorry going back to my Yul burner and of
0: course they were in the 10 commandments together so let's, let's get back it, to too. why gene roddenberry's a dick
1: i don't know why he hates it so much it is it is good fun it
0: is it is a bad movie but it I, is a bad again, meal, but it is he, entertaining yes it's entertaining
1: he, it's not meant to be shakespeare the whole the, the neither movie, was
0: shakespeare uh,
1: this is dead true the movie is worth watching just for the ending <laughs>
0: Oh, it's true. Where they all get older, and yeah, and they're just babies, fighting. and it's and the and the beards. Oh my God, poor, poor Robert Urich. <laughs> oh, poor Urich. I did knew you know, him well.
1: Did you know Kevin Costner turned it down?
0: No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Why?
0: It's not like no, he no. was going to have a career. <laughs>
1: Kevin, <laughs> it was, it was, uh, Kevin Costner was offered the role of Jason. He turned it down. It went to Robert Urich.
0: <laughs> Good for him good for freaking
1: him by the way people if you haven't seen ice pirates it is a sci-fi movie that takes place in space they called ice pirates because the world every world supposedly has lost all water, water. for some reason that makes no sense and there's one I, there's one planet that has control of the entire water supply in ice form mm-hmm. and these people are stealing the 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 ice not for water but for currency. Yep. Because that's how they that's how they trade back and forth. Uh, think of it as a well a better well put together. By the way, Kevin Costner turned down Ice Pirates, but what 10 years, 20 years later, 10 years, 15 years later, he did Waterworld, Waterworld which is basically yeah, the same 30, thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, Water, War, you know, Ice Pirates is a really low budget film. And which, it was, which is part of its history, right? Originally, right. it was going to be a very serious film. It, it was $20 million.
2: Yeah. And then uh, MGM went, well, we don't want to spend that. And they slash it to eight. And then the writers went, well, now it's
0: a comedy. Yeah. <laughs> and they use all those Logan's Run sets. And I've, we've yeah, which about I was going to say, which I obviously, I love Logan's Run. I
2: That's a movie that needs an update i would be okay with that as long as you don't destroy the original if you come to my house and take my original michael york logan's run i can yeah
0: but how many people actually sit around and watch
2: logan's run for fun james other than jack uh, come on how can you not love logan's run i i know the effects are dated i know all i all like quoting Logan it's, run. it's a great story but no the uh but yeah i no, they have tons of logan's run stuff in it and basically it was meant to be, and correct me if I'm wrong, Chad, but it was meant to be a science fiction kind of version of Jason and the Argonauts, right? Yes. yes.
1: Yeah, that's why he, that's why his name is Jason.
0: Yeah. But they Doesn't, didn't get there. Didn't, didn't happen. Didn't happen.
1: <laughs> have you all ever looked at the movie poster?
0: Yes. yes. It is
1: fantastic. What other movie do you, what other movie poster do you have C space herpy, the love bug <laughs> C ferocious space possums, and then also see great special Apex, <laughs>
0: <laughs> which I actually find more funny than what space th- may people. have the poster here. I need to go look. And then also says see
1: a universe on the rocks. And it literally lives. A, it's a, a spaceship. That's a, that looks like an ice tray and the ice cubes are falling
0: out of it. <laughs> uh but it is i i i i i'm with chad i recommend it my mom watched it a lot as a kid and i just have i just it's i have fond memories of it i watched it a few years ago it is so dated it is the jokes do not land today in today's world offensive right oh yeah 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 Yeah, i mean it is it i mean i don't get offended but they are offensive
1: and some of the oh, yeah, and no. some of the some of the jokes they did in for 1984. I'm like, how did they even get this through? And I believe does it have a? It's a PG 13 or no? It's yep. a PG. Did they have a PG
0: 13? Was PG 13 even available? PG 13 and 80. Yeah, it should have been. I, I it, thought PG 13 came out with Temple of Doom. Is Temple yeah, of Doom the first one? And and Gremlins, right? Wasn't it Gremlins and Temple uh, of Doom? I, I
1: thought oh. I thought Gremlins was the first use of PG 13. I don't think it's Gremlins, guys. Give me a um, second. While you- but uh, Ice Pirates is rated PG, guys. And we lost Joe. He muted his microphone. Um, but uh, yeah, Pirates, Ice Pirates. Is Red rated PG. Dawn. Seriously, I thought it was Gremlins. Red wow. Dawn. Huh. Um, but, yeah, but it was Red
0: 1984 Dawn. in August. It so, wasn't. Now, so this movie is rated
1: PG. It has a space herpy. It literally has a joke about Robert Urich uh, giving oral pleasure to the, the lead actress. And not to mention all the jokes about, you know, you know, he, uh, penises. And
0: it's rated PG. <laughs> okay, so here's the story really quick about PG. But this they didn't is- say shit. This would make a really interesting show that we may do later on. But PG actually, because parents were still pissed three months after Temple of Doom.
1: Yeah.
0: And when Red Dawn came out, it was the first one on PG-13, three months. Only three months after parents were outraged over the release of PG-rated Temple of Doom. But how I did not know I would you would have I put a gun to my head I would have never said. It's response they blame Temple of Doom for creating it, but Temple of Doom didn't get it. The first one was Red Dawn, so So Temple of Temple of Doom, which honestly had didn't
1: have a whole lot involved for people to get upset about. But Ice Pirates went under the radar. (laughs) By the way, nobody uh,
0: saw uh, Ice Pirates. Everybody and their mom was at Temple of uh, Doom. (laughs) Uh, to the point by the way though going going back to
2: ice pirates ice pirates needs to get some attention for another reason why's that okay bruce valanche Uh, well uh, everything needs more bruce valanche i mean if you can not they they didn't have him enough (laughs) if you can't live in a world where you still got uh charles nelson riley and paul lind you best have bruce valanche now that being said um no, the, the writers of ice powers. I don't know if you looked at any of this, Chad, but uh one of them was Stanford Sherman. Stanford Sherman was known for writing The Man from Uncle and Batman episodes, the mm-hmm. 60s Batman episode series. But he also wrote the great science fiction epic of our time, which you know has been forgotten because of Star <laughs> Wars. It was Kroll, they, they couldn't have been better timing. Kroll, yeah, and then he wrote uh, the 1983, "The Man Who Wasn't There," and then he wrote *Ice Pirates*, and *Ice Pirates* was his last credit. But don't worry,
0: "Man Who Wasn't There," starring Steve Gutenberg. Yeah, no uh, one remembers that picture. the
1: The director who preferred the Cohen Brothers invisible.
0: version. Would you say <laughs> I
1: prefer the Cohen Brothers? <laughs> well, I
0: probably do too. No one remembers the other one.
1: No,
2: the director was also the co-author, and I know what you're going did it if if ice pirates was the other guy's last film what about him what did he go on to do well don't worry he went on to direct other things and actually is still directing some stuff or as of 2019 was that being said after ice pirates in 84 he immediately followed that up with the film that is a classic about a kind alien that comes to earth and enjoys mcdonald's and (laughs) coca-cola he wrote mac and Me oh best movie of all time mac and me he followed mac and me up he wrote the story that became passenger 57 he wrote uh chad your favorite film that involves a uh lady befriending a dinosaur tammy and the t-rex
1: i have oh, seen
0: tammy and the i have
1: seen tammy and that is an interesting movie to talk about about what they did to Whoopi goldberg <laughs> no no
0: um, you're not talking that's not Tammy. no and that's T-Rex. not tammy and the t-rex you're thinking about uh you theodore, theodore rex theodore rex this Damn is the denise T-Rex richards Disney, denise richards and, the and paul walker i Last apologize paul walkers and around way, on the, um, oh yeah. i don't want to hear about paul walker it has bernie oh, i can never remember that character actor's name he's a great character actor terry kaiser walker. terry kaiser's uh is the mad scientist chat and
2: and relevant i don't know if he's going to be at scarefest this year i know he's been at scarefest in the past sean whalen sir is also yeah. in
1: yeah
0: i apologize uh, it's I bloody forget. awful yeah, I got confused, but it's a lot of fun. But anyway, uh, I watched it yeah, about he, two years ago. I've never seen he, it. It was awful. He went on to also
2: write the new *Swiss Family Robinson*, *Survival Island*, *Bad Girl Island*, which I assume is a follow-up to *Survival Island*. If you look at the poster for *Survival Island*, and uh,
1: yeah, he's he's. Uh, I think Bad he's Girl I think.
0: Island: Sandus Malloy and Kathefany Reed and Big Bad Hooters too. <laughs> I love I love I love how we're how we're talking about pirate movies. <laughs> Well, no, well I now to, so he I went off this on a pirate. I
2: didn't want you to think Ice Pirates ended anybody's career. It didn't. No, Matter just fact, Robert
0: Urich's, uh It ended I mean, his his movie film movie. career. Yeah. Yeah, I mean. But he works yeah. in TV. He's a great. He's a good actor. So Spencer, who's next? Who's next? He's for right here. I am. So all right. So I'm actually through my uh, pirate films that I like. I okay. So. A little context, because I think he gets shit on now, and I'm not getting into the politics. By the way, I actually had somebody ask me the other day if we were going to remove ourselves from Spotify. And the answer to that is it never occurred to me to do that. I didn't know anybody was listening to us on Spotify. I, yeah. well, and, honestly, and then I had to double check, and yeah, we are on Spotify.
2: Did you, did you know, by the way, though, if you listen, if anybody's actually read Neil Young, one of the things that he said, he goes, well, that's part of it. But also, they downgrade the audio quality so much on Spotify.
0: Yeah, I know. All right, so it just clicked in my head at the same time, and I've been meaning to mention it to our, our listeners. Uh, probably not going to do that. So I Pirates of the Caribbean, the Curse of the Black Pearl, they, at that time, and what, what year is it? Is it 2003, 2004? Uh, yeah, 2003. So let me give you a little historical context. I mean, it's only 18, 19 years ago, but... There really wasn't movies based on rides. The uh, Haunted Mansion and this came out right about the same time, guys, right? Within a few months of one another. Mm-hmm. Well, Haunted now, Mansion that, was a big dud.
2: Before that, there was the direct, it was a Disney movie of the week for Tower of Terror. With Tower Steve of Terror Newton-Ber- with Steve Gutenberg,
0: yep. And Kirsten Dunst. Yeah. But to do a big budget Pirates of the Caribbean, I think most people thought was the stupidest idea ever now the original writers of this when they wrote it and they've said this before Ted Elliott and Terry Rosio, said that it was a fairly straightforward screenplay about pirates and uh, if you know anything about Jerry Bruckheimer the super producer Jerry Bruckheimer not only is he extremely successful but he was the one idea going well this is boring as hell I want my pirates to be you know, there's ghosts and shit and all that other stuff. And let's just make it supernatural and have all these elements, which is why that in Johnny Depp, the reason the movie works to me, I rewatched it last summer with the kid. And if you don't take every sequel that was made after it, that just got continuously worse somehow, some way, even when they just concentrated on what worked, it didn't work. You guys agree with that? Mm hmm. Yeah so even when they asked like, because is it the fourth one when they finally got rid of the two lovers and it was just Johnny Depp and, and I was like, Oh yeah, that's what I want to see. And it doesn't work. And then they made another one after that. that doesn't work, but they all made money and it's hard to tell you just how much fun it was that, summer in the cinema to watch Johnny Depp do that performance because it was unlike anything we'd ever seen before in this strange movie that was so big so expensive elaborate and it all worked and was so much it was it was truly I don't care for the term or the coin of phrase but it truly was just a good popcorn movie and if you look at it just as that one it's still a lot of fun
2: Oh, no, it's still, I showed it to my kids and they, you know, they got into it. I mean, it's, it's just, I
0: showed it to my, I showed it to my oldest daughter. She really loves it. Did she like it too? So my, Mm -hmm. mine did too. And, and if you just, now you don't think of Johnny Depp then, but Johnny Depp was, was never in a hit, rarely. And if he was, it was directed by Tim Burton and he was this art house darling for the most part. A lot of independent cinema people love Johnny. We all three love Johnny, thought he was a great actor. But, you'd never seen anything like this or him try or someone of that ilk do this kind of thing in a big budget movie. And most people, I think this is probably well tread now is that the studio wanted to fire him. They, they thought he was being too gay and I'm not, that's, that's literally what was said. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Which
0: now like, I I mean, now it's, but, back to what we've often talked about on here before like when we, when we were visiting the matrix and other films it's you have to go back in time and you have to think about it at that there was nothing quite like it
2: no no and it was well and it was the first i mean we talked about a lot of pirate films but with few ex- exceptions blackbeard's ghost being the only one that comes to my mind there weren't supernatural ghost movies no, not no. major movies no not blockbuster films no I mean it was the first one to come out like and, and I m- mentioned Blackbeard's Ghost but that was not a major movie when it came out it was a cheaply made Disney, Disney film. film.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean it was it was one of their live action cheapies. Roll them out, keep them rolling, get them in cinemas. Uh but no, it it is uh it so it is of its time. I mean now that that big epic on the water film and there were some before then Waterworld, stuff like that but on that level with the supernatural with it didn't matter what you wanted if you wanted comedy pirates of the caribbean the curse of the black pearl worked if yeah. you wanted you know action it worked if you wanted uh supernatural i mean the first time i saw the trailer and they revealed the pirate skeletons walking under the, i was like whoa whoa that's not pirates that i knew but i'm I'm, a, you, get, you have my attention sir and so
0: I, I, yeah i agree it's just something that now a little bit, a little bit of the history of it. The studio wanted in Matthew McConaughey because he looked thought they thought he looked like Burt Lancaster for the history of it, and I didn't realize it had been developed for a while. And if it had went, they were going back and forth of whether to actually do a big budget film or whether it'd be another one of those. And Disney made a fortune on it. Direct to video. Mm-hmm. If it had been direct to video, do you know who their choices were? Couldn't. Okay. Christopher Sparell. Walken and Carrie Elwes. Wouldn't it have been? I mean, i kind of to see that. I would have too. Yeah. I would have. was considered for the part of Jer- Jack Sparrow, too. But that it would have been a completely different movie. But the it conflicted with Bruce Almighty. Michael Keaton, Christopher, all these people were talked about. Oh, and I forgot about the, the other one that absolutely died the year before that was based on it. Do you guys remember the Country Bears? Oh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Which did have Christopher Walken, speaking of which. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I still have not made the movie. That I've, I've tried to watch that movie. I cannot get through it. It's it's one of those unwatchable movies. And my next movie that I'm going to bring up <laughs> falls into that category.
0: Right. <laughs> I, I I enjoy it. Uh, there, I could go on and on about it. It's just hard to relate that Johnny Tiff was so, the character was just so different than anything we'd ever seen.
1: Yeah, and then they had to go make a bunch of more sequels that just...
0: All made money.
1: All made money, but man, they were not...
0: They got good. progressively worse. I agree. Yeah. All right, who's next? I uh, want to
2: talk about what... Is it me, I want to talk yeah.
0: about this gravy. Why isn't there enough gravy?
2: All right, well, Where I'm going to start by naming out the, the talent that was involved in this. First, the uh, it was created by the producer of such things as child's play and uh an american tale and a bunch and hocus pocus oh shit, uh, it's
0: now it's kirschner kirschner david David kirschner yes
2: absolutely david kirschner created this he didn't just produce he created it features once again tim curry roddy mcdowell Brock Peters,
0: Peter Cullen, Peter Cullen,
1: Optimus Prime.
0: Yeah. yeah, well, I know who Peter Cullen is. I didn't know he also did Eeyore later on. Yeah. And you? Uh, Why are you doing more dramatic pauses? This is yeah.
2: I'm sorry. You, I, I was letting y'all finish. Dan O'Hurley. Mm-hmm. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that, but the the, the uh, old man Her- from Her- RoboCop. Um, but. I refer to the classic animated series which got one season and then got put in the syndication the Pirates of Darkwater never watched it I enjoy it I
1: actually I, I have a copy Yep. Yeah.
2: David Kirchner created that uh, now obviously um, Roddy McDowell only did the first movie which it was happened? a five
0: episode premiere uh, he gets replaced by I'm assuming why was, was, was he replaced is this another one Are they were they trying were they trying to take away Roddy's money? Uh, well, he 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 did the voice of uh, the Niddler,
2: the character Niddler. He was replaced by Frank Welker. Yeah. Because Frank Welker was our, I assume it was a money issue or, I mean. He died. Was Pir- he died. It's, yeah. He yeah. I'm die. assuming it was a yeah. he died issue, yeah. probably. Yeah. Roddy McDowell died way too early of cancer. We keep going. But anyway, if you've never seen Pirates of Dark Water, it's set on an alien planet. It's not Earth. Where can you get it? Is it on DVD still, Chad?
1: It's on we Chad? can't hear a word
2: you said. You're you're muted. Yes, it's me. on
1: DVD. It's the Warner's Archive.
2: Okay, so it's a Warner's Archive. But it was originally so it's originally Hanna-Barbera, so that would make sense. No. Um, and so it originally premiered as a five-part miniseries on Fox Kids. Yes. It has a messed up history, though, because the first season, then after the five-part miniseries, it moved to ABC from September to December of 1991. And then the second season went into syndication. So it started at Fox, went to ABC, and then went into syndication. Right. Which makes it really hard to track. And I still don't know if I've seen every episode of it.
1: I, I, may have to I, I, I of can you say yet. that you, we were more than than have to happen- borrow borrowed off of you
2: because, but it's basically about there's this alien world called myrrh, and there's a substance called dark water, and dark water is destroying the planet. And you have Ren and his friend Stimpy. They have to go, no, uh, you have Ren, and he has to go and find. The treasure and the treasure is going to it's called the 13 treasures of rule, I think yes. is what it's called. Mm-hmm. And he has to find these treasures to stop the destruction of the planet. There you go. That's your overarching story. And it's about how him they steal a ship, they they have to go out and stop this from happening. And of course, they're pursued by villains. And the villains were uh Bloth was voiced by Brock Peters. Brock if, Peters if you don't yeah. know Brock Peters, Brock Peters is most famously to me. Uh, the villain in Star Trek 6 one of them, and also uh Captain Cisco's dad. Anybody else want to give Brock Peter any shout outs?
1: Oh man, yeah. If you hadn't, a lot of stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm uh, blanking. <laughs>
2: Brock Peters is also in to kill a Mockingbird Uh he was in the 1959 film version of I was Four trying Yen to Best. say to
0: kill a Mockingbird and my mic was unmuted. Let's pause real quick. But Brock Peters was also North May. <laughs> I've never listened to those. B- is that the BBC radio dramas they did? For Star Wars and Empire? Yeah, and stuff? yeah he yeah, also
2: I, was in Soylent Green. He was uh, one of the people.
0: He's one of the people who were Soylent Green. Because they're people too.
2: Edible.
0: Yeah. But anyway,
2: But anyway, no. So Pirates... Is, uh, Pirates... Pirates of Dark Water. I think we need to start getting towards the end, gentlemen. Uh-huh.
0: James is Well, listen, this may be a release blind.
2: put together. You're going to fix this in post, right? You're not going to post this way. it is, are
0: you? I mean, I'll look at it. Um, no, no. Uh, but of. I don't like listening. He does Mick is the only one who no, enjoys listening?
2: No. no, I and and even he, I think, is wearing things. <laughs> He's wearing. <the> th- <laughs> So no, no, but anyway, yeah, Pirates of Darkwater. I wanted to bring up something that wasn't a movie. Uh, and, and as we mentioned earlier, there's tons of pirate books too, Captain Blood being an example. Yeah. You know, by the way, real quick, do you have another one, Chad? I have one
1: more. Okay, oh, go Chad. ahead because I want to ask a question to wrap us up. And uh, we 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 uh we're so we're just gonna bypass Peter Pan altogether.
0: I mean, we did I, I feel like oh, so I can talk about Peter Pan we we, but we, we talked about covered that when we were yeah. talking about shit that never needs to be made again. Yeah,
1: yeah, I remember I was yeah, I do not care for and yeah, I'm just like, I like this story. No, no,
0: I like the story. I enjoy it. I I, I just, don't I don't know that it and you know, you to, know what to, I'm to, okay with to yeah, suicide.
2: No, it's painless though, from what I've heard. Made a <laughs> whole song okay? about it. What, no, you okay what I was gonna with? say is um, what I what I i'm okay with is what disney did when they spun off the tinkerbell series and, and if you watch those movies i watch them because of my children but especially when she was younger my daughter was really into them but they actually tell a complete compelling story and then that the last one which has uh, loki why can't i remember loki's name uh tom hiddleston tom hiddleston is the voice of young when they when they merge those worlds back together because they're all prequels and oh, really? when you finally see them come together, it makes sense because you're like, well, Tinkerbell can talk all of a sudden, but then when you see her through human eyes, she it can't. And so it, it's really well done. So if, if, I say all that to say, if you feel the need, Hollywood, to make another, let's connect this to Peter Pan world, don't do Peter Pan again. Do something unique with it. And I I, I will give mm-hmm. Disney, and I know Disney did it because uh, bling, bling, dollar dollars, but um they did. They did. Made it at least entertaining when they did uh, Tinker Bell as a prequel.
1: The only Peter Pan that I find enjoyable to wrap into TV again was Peter Pan and the Pirates, which was a Fox animated show and was based
2: and it, a little bit closer on the books, right? It was, think,
1: yeah, it was. It was really darker in tone, uh, and it had uh, Tim Curry again as Captain Hook. You don't enjoy the uh, you don't enjoy the, the Disney version. I don't. Never have. It's right up there with Pinocchio with me. I never could get into either one of them. The,
2: the only thing Chad enjoys about that is what happened to the voice of Peter Payne, you sick freak.
1: <laughs> God, that is so such a dark
0: story. I really don't know that story. Oh, hey, man. He's
2: buried in an unmarked grave. You know that island where they're burying all the COVID people off the coast of New York? Yeah, his Earth. body's there. Oh, it's really? an unmarked grave.
1: Yeah, it's a, it's a terrible, terrible story. Oh, he, that's
2: unfortunate. he died with
0: nothing. Well, I enjoy, I, I, uh, we rode the ride with the kid there at the Disney and, uh, it's always got a 45 minute wait. Yeah. And my kids weren't a fan of it either. Neither was I. I'm like, well, oh, this is something. Um, he enjoyed the, the, trying to try the Tinkerbell in the rooms as you're going through the wait more than I think he actually enjoyed the ride. So uh, what's your again, last
1: pirate Pirates? Uh, so I, I, my first two have been bombs and I'm not <laughs> stopping here. Uh, John Cleese calls this one of the six worst worst films
0: made in the history of the world. <laughs> Yellowbeard. Yellowbeard. <laughs> I couldn't finish watching. It. Ding. <laughs> Did I tell you all that that I that I because you all gave me and I, rightfully so that is one of the best casts ever. You gave me shit about yeah. never watching it, and I tried watching it, and I couldn't get. I could. I never finished it. It. it I, I. I will give you this, Joe. I
1: understand that.
0: I don't. I, it's, and even though I liked lines in it, like yeah, him just yelling shit, Chapman yelling at the lady and Lacona, connor a whore, it's funny. It's God. It's about damn near unwatchable.
1: I don't agree with you there, but it is not a good film. Um, I never finished it. I
0: need, and I know I need to go back and watch it. But I never yeah,
1: have. I, I seriously enjoy it. That whole third act is is trash. It's just trash. It, it doesn't make any sense. There is not, there is nothing even remotely funny about it. It loses all humor, especially when uh, it, it's uh, the ending. Uh, uh, Tommy, is it Tommy Chong? I
0: don't know. Tommy, no, Tommy Chong and uh, Chi.
1: Yeah. Tommy Chong is the villain and he talks with the lisp for some reason. Nothing about it is funny, but the whole buildup to that third act I enjoy. I do. And I know it's trash. I do, but it is funny I can't, and, and, and like i said there are lines in it that i still love to quote to this day but yeah even eric Idle said it's one of the worst movies he's ever done um but he said it was one of the best times he, he could be in a movie and if you don't know who Ye- what Yellowbeard is it actually was graham chapman's it was one of his his pet projects he worked really hard to get this film made <laughs> um it's all based around edward blackbeard tetch te- 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 mm-hmm. i think it's tetch te- um and it's his take on it, and he worked really hard to get this film made. And it really is is terrible. He died shortly after this film um, was finished. Uh, it also uh, killed Marty Feldman. <laughs> he fi- he fi- he died during production. <laughs> yeah, food poisoning, right? Instead of a heart attack.
0: Oh, I thought it was like food poisoning caused something else. i, I Maybe I've got that backwards. No, it now. was. I, it,
2: He was under, yeah. It was. I mean, he he was very, very ill, and they said it overcomplicated his heart. Is 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 what I came to understand. I've been on a Marty Feldman kick lately. Yeah, this movie biography.
0: I was watching. I actually watched his Muppets the other day. This movie killed so many legends. It's it's
1: it's insane. Do you know who uh, was originally supposed to be Yellowbeard? Mm -hmm.
0: Keith Moon. It makes sense in the sense of people don't know just how close to pythons were to all the rock and roll stars of the time. Right. And how the first two movies were basically bankrolled by rock and roll. Yeah. Uh,
1: th- he really wanted to play this movie. He really wanted to play the part, but he couldn't do it because he was so sick from the insane amount of alcohol. <laughs> uh, he died. He actually died in 1980 in 1978, which was mm-hmm. around the time they started shooting this film. Um. You know, the only other thing that I would, you know, they, it was uh, going to be almost an all British cast, but the producers who were American said, uh, no, we need to have an American actor in this. And that's why we get Martin Hewitt, <laughs> the great Martin Hewitt. Yeah. <laughs> uh, originally his part was supposed to be, uh, so, uh, martin uh, Martin Hewitt plays Dan. Who's the, the son of Yellowbeard. Uh-huh. Uh, and sting was supposed to get that part yeah it was supposed to be sting but the american producers uh, the hollywood executive said this is becoming too british
0: he and would he have didn't... to wait to to do dune and then yeah. the
1: bride
0: yeah <laughs> <laughs>
1: so uh, you know it could be say that sting dodged a bullet but then he did Dune.
0: <laughs> but yeah no it's more watchable than yellow Oh
1: yeah, I have to kind of agree with you on this. Yeah, i guess me. It will, hurts me to do. I will. I will agree with you, but man, <laughs> I've
0: sat through. Yo, I've sat through Dune. At,
1: at least Yellow Beard. I did too. But at least
0: Yellow Beard made me laugh. What laugh? When is, don't you remember the fall of the House of Atreides? Laughed so hard. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> laughed
1: and laughed. So James, and... do you like Yellow Beard? I don't know if we've ever talked about this
2: you know i'll be honest i haven't i've seen it but it it is kind of like the jabberwocky film in my head it is something i have watched but if you held a gun to my head and said what's your favorite part of it i'd be like eh, i vaguely remember an opening <laughs> uh it was jabberwocky by the way it's a scene going through the woods right jabberwocky opening. Yeah. Anyway, uh but um yeah no there, there's there's uh, I, I i need to go back and watch it chad it's, it's literally been i probably was about 15 or 16 and that's been about six months ago so it's <laughs> out of my head
1: yeah no oh, it's whole it,
0: six months yeah
2: it's, yeah
1: it's 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 not a good film i will freely admit there will be times for me and joe argue where he 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 trashes movies that i like and i strongly disagree with him I will give him that this one is not a good film.
0: <laughs> and just And you're watching it and you're like, oh man, it's got everybody. It's got
1: everybody. It's got Peter Boyle. Oh. It's got,
0: I mean, everybody who's
1: ever worked with Mel Brooks or Monty Python it for just the most part sucks rocks. And oh. then, and then it also has got Cheech Marin and Tommy Chong and it's there. It was such a waste of potential. And I wish I could have, and apparently Graham Chapman thought this was the best thing since sliced bread. And like, that's the only reason John Cleese did this is he wanted, he felt like he owed, he wanted to be a friend to Chapman. So he did the film because Chapman thought this was going to be a great film, hmm. but it just did not work out. And hmm. uh, Mel Damsky, who is still directing to this day, uh, he was the director, uh, but yeah, he just couldn't make it work. So unfortunately, I, I just had to talk about Yellowbeard.
0: All right, let's wrap it up, guys. What is it, James? You want to ask one last question?
2: I I wanted to ask you all. So one thing that that we've talked about traditional pirates. Yeah. So those would be ocean faring pirates. Hold
1: on, I'm okay. going to see. Okay, keep going. Like, There's Dr. two Phillips,
2: other sh- subgenres of pop culture pirates that we did not touch this on. Go
0: wrong on. quick. Yeah.
2: That, that are appropriate for children. That help. Yeah. Uh, that are are huge parts of pop culture now and and okay it took
1: us it took us an hour and three minutes to at least innuendo that joke in
2: in different times
0: 20 years ago we would have made it
2: those would be space pirates yeah and air pirates yeah. yes i thought it'd be a nice way to end what's your favorite of those two options i mean no no not that but i mean who do you consider the greatest space pirate?
0: Jason from Minus Pirates. Okay. That's oh sad. man. Uh <laughs> I'm serious. Who's better? Mal. Mal. That's oh what I was shit. I didn't even think about that. That whole movie's about pirates. Right, well, Western. actually, some
2: people argue Han solo is one too, right? Yeah. He's a smuggler. He's all of that stuff. Uh I'm still sticking wonder- with
0: Jason from Minus Pirates.
2: Nobody in our group picked. Uh, tex hex from brave star
0: no because i don't remember it unless well, I just
2: let me make this worse uh we could have mentioned captain harlock which is a animated series uh, anime series but yeah. that's probably beyond us um nobody went with this, my favorite one, and i didn't even know they brought him back in the newest series captain cracker <laughs> do you remember captain cracker chad no from thundercats his gimmick was he's a space pirate oh. and he has a pirate ro- or a a robot parrot too. So he's a robot and the parrot's a robot. I, for-
1: I forgot his name was Captain Crackers. Captain
2: Crackers. Yep. Um so I but there's to bring- also
1: there's also a whole group of of ThunderCats uh, villains called the Berserkers who are essentially just pirates. Yeah. Uh
2: but nobody else also selected Brack from Space Ghost who is indeed his profession is space pirate. I'm oh. shocked. I did not know that. If
0: and then I could the other change my that, voice to be anything, it would probably be to walk around and sound like Brack.
2: <laughs> you. Don't touch me. Anyway, uh, uh, the, the other one that probably deserves a pop culture shout out. The other one that probably deserves, as far as Space Pirates, deserves a, a pop culture <laughs> shout out that nobody's going to remember. I, if any, either of you know this character, Black Barney. Anybody? No. Nobody?
0: no I just need the purple old? one.
2: That's for your old school Buck Rogers fans. That's from the oh. actual strip, not from the, the, you know, uh, uh, Gil Gerard series. Hmm. Anyway, um, air pirates. Um, I don't know many
1: air pirate films. I'm trying oh, to think,
2: not films, but you know, one air pirate, I, I know you do Who? because he's even popped up in the new Ducktail series, Don Carnage.
1: No, from Tailspin. Yeah, i um, forgot about don carnage
2: also another great example that's in a fun movie that a lot of people don't talk about but you do have captain shakespeare played by robert de niro in stardust
0: oh yeah you know stardust i need to go back that's another one i need to go back and rewatch it because it didn't work for me when i saw it no it's
2: it, there's there's it's not great he's trying to be a little bit too much princess bride and yeah. but yeah. i've never
0: read the book either have you all ever that's gaming right yeah it's yeah Gaiman. yeah
2: uh, but it's 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 fun. I mean, it's I enjoyed the movie. We saw it in theaters, and my kids have watched it since. So,
0: um,
2: yeah. and in 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 uh, speaking of Peter Pan remakes, there is in uh, uh, Pan, Blackbeard is a air pirate. Oh, really? So, in the, yeah, the, so anyway, I wanted to bring up those two other options and mention them briefly because if not, somebody will be offended that we left out their favorite space pirate, air pirate. And I'm sure we still left out some, but hey, I
0: tried. Get off my back. All right, guys. Well, I hope you've enjoyed our pirate episode as much as we have. I know. We need to watch more pirate movies. We apologize. This has been Bonehead Weekly.